The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much to Say. Okay, so like the rest of the world, I spent this past weekend watching Framing Britney, the documentary by the New York Times that was on Hulu. Highly recommend. It's incredibly eye-opening. And I'm going to focus on just a couple different parts of it. This whole episode isn't about Britney Spears, but she is the perfect example of what the media does to young women, whether they're famous or not, to be completely honest. I was old enough to know what was going on with Britney Spears from, you know, the the kind of tumultuous time between 2005 and 2007, but I wasn't old enough to really know how big of a deal it was that she was just this joke to everybody. And there's this really poignant scene in the documentary where Britney is a question on the Family Feud game show. And the question is things Britney Spears has lost. And one of them is her hair. One of them is her mind. And one of them is her husband. And that was a joke that the live audience was laughing at as if Britney Spears isn't a real person. And to be completely honest, like watching this, it felt like I was watching a Black Mirror episode. But then I remember that this was just a couple, you know, 15 years ago, not even. There's crazy moments like where this interviewer who's an adult man is talking to her while she's a teenager and says everyone's talking about her breasts, then wonders why she seems to get furious when a talk show host comes up with this subject. That's literally what the interviewer said verbatim. It's insane. And there was just this massive sexist like interpretation of Britney and yes, like her songs were sexual, her music videos were sexual. She didn't write or direct those, which is also important to know, but also there's nothing wrong with wanting to be sexual as a woman and portray yourself like that. And she actually was like a very like well-mannered, classy, beautiful, intelligent young girl. 
and it's just judging a book by its cover, it's outdated, it's boring, and it's usually inaccurate. There's crazy moments with the paparazzi where you see them following her around, doing the craziest stuff. They're just on her back 24-7, and of course you're going to break at some point. I mean, that's just... I can't imagine ever going through something like that. And paparazzi are still a thing these days, but now we have social media, which is both a good and a bad thing. It means that you can control your own narrative a lot easier. So you're not getting these splashy tabloid headlines saying something you're actually being able to say it yourself. So it's like, you know, if the headline is like messy divorce, Britney cheats, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you've probably already posted about it and said what happened. But at the same time, like we don't have the tabloid culture that we used to, but we have internet trolls and we have commenters and we have people with opinions. And so the the interviewers and the tabloid writers and the paparazzi saying all these terrible things about Britney Spears, they now just live in the comments and anybody can be that guy. I mean, my good friend Perez Hilton was featured on the documentary as well. And I mean, he's he's talked very publicly about how he is not proud of the way he treated people back then when he was a gossip blogger, you know, and, and I think that that's, you know, he's, he's shown a lot of growth and a lot of remorse for the way he treated people. But just to use this example, everybody can be Perez Hilton now. Everybody can be 2007 Perez Hilton and just voice your opinion and make a YouTube video and just put it out there and say all these negative things about people. And on a smaller scale, it's kind of how social media works with high schools as well. Like even when I was in high school, I was probably like part of the first group of kids who had social media from middle school on. And I remember, I think I got my first MySpace account when I was like in sixth or seventh grade and everybody was on Facebook by eighth grade. Like you had a Facebook, every single person did. And so that was a really weird adjustment because everybody, like there was this thing called form spring. I don't know if you guys remember that. And it doesn't seem to be something that many people did. I don't know if it was just my school, but it was like an anonymous question site. So you had your profile. It was just your picture and like a very short bio. And then people could submit questions and they could either have their name on them or they could be anonymous. And the anonymous ones were where it got really bad. Actually, the ones where it got really bad was where the person forgot to click anonymous. And so you saw the the name of who it was. And a lot of times it would be like somebody asking a question about themselves to someone else. And then they like leave their name. And it's just so, so hilarious. Kids, kids cannot be trusted with social media. But that FormSpring website operated kind of like a gossip blog for the teenagers at my high school. And also we had legitimate gossip pages on Facebook that would be like anonymous, like during high school gossip. And then it would be like the so-and-so broke up and this person did this over the weekend. And it was all like really fucked up. But I mean, I remember this one rumor. Oh my God. I don't even know I'm sharing this, but just so you understand the gravity of, of what this website was doing. I, this is like one of the most fucked up things ever, but I was in 10th grade, I think. And I had started talking to this guy, um, and he was black and we had a thing for like a little bit. It didn't last very long. I wrote a song about it, posted on YouTube, whatever. And then I guess like a week or so later, cause it's high school. That's what you do. I started flirting with this other guy who just so happened to be black it just, I just didn't think anything of it. I just, I personally just like hot people. I don't really discriminate. Um, I just like hot people. <laughs> that's, that's my type. And 
I remember getting a question on Form Spring that was like, do you have jungle fever? Which is like so fucked up. And that didn't hurt my feelings nearly as much as it must have hurt those those guys' feelings. And then that became a whole thing. So I came back to school after winter break and like everybody was saying that I had jungle fever. And then the, you know, me talking separately to two different guys ended up being this like really weird rumor that um, I got drunk and had a threesome with them at a party. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't even seen a penis in person yet. Like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> like, then that became a huge rumor. And like, I went back to school and people were talking about it as if it happened. And I was like, just high school tabloids. Like that's what social media is. So adjusting to that, you know, there's always been rumors. There's always been stuff like that, but it was just so much more prevalent as soon as social media got involved and really just, I mean, it made me feel so terrible and I was being slut shamed for something I hadn't even done. And like, it was just horrifying. And people were able to say this anonymously. And so like, I'll never know who it was who was saying those things. I definitely have my guesses. I mean, it doesn't matter. It was so long ago now, but ugh. It's, it's definitely bullying, but it's also different than bullying because it's like just a culture. And when you're going to a school where everybody's being that mean to each other, it's really hard to not get caught up in it. And I've definitely treated some people in high school like, you know, in ways that I'm not proud of. I, I don't think that I was ever truly a bully. I think I've always like had a little bit of a moral compass when it comes to that and just... I've been an outsider a lot of my life, so I think that I have a certain degree of empathy when it comes to people, but it's really hard to not get caught up in the shit talking when it's like the entire culture. And to that same point, it's hard to not get caught up in shit talking celebrities. So when everybody had turned against Britney Spears, everybody continued to turn against Britney Spears. And it was like this big joke and everybody's like, oh my God, I'm going to shave my head. Like that was, that was the punchline was like talking about this thing that was clearly uh, some sort of mental break for Britney Spears. And it just makes me so sad. Watching the documentary was really eye-opening. And, you know, seeing this massive pop star, but being able to relate tells you how this is not a problem isolated to celebrities. Notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you... No, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's just a think before you speak thing, you know, and I've tried as I've, you know, gotten more followers and read more comments and had more things come out about me, um, whether they're true or not, you know, just reading stuff. I I probably shouldn't read as much on the Internet as I do, but it's definitely made me think twice before I share an opinion of a celebrity because you're like, oh, they're a real person. There's somebody on the other end of that Instagram when you're commenting. And it's just the stuff I see on, like, I feel like on TikTok especially because I feel like the comment section is so active there. There's some things where I'm just like, why did you need to say that? Like, why did you look at this video and be like, oh my God, you know what I need to do? I need to say this. This is going to do something. This is going to get a reaction. I don't know. Like my life motto is to what end? Like, what am I trying to get out of this? And so when it comes to a comment like that, it's like, to what end? Do you want like a couple people to start an argument with you in the comments? Like there's this one comment that I think that people comment on TikTok a lot when they see a video going viral for the wrong reasons. And people will comment and say, you know, it's, I think it honestly gets copy and pasted, but it's very important. And they're like, your comment lasts 10 seconds in your head, but like, it'll last forever in hers. So be careful what you're saying to people. And then there's also this thing that I see a lot with girls being nice to other girls where like, if something like that happens, a bunch of girls will just comment like compliments on the comment page. So all the mean ones get pushed to the bottom and you can't see them anymore. And there's this one girl that I follow on TikTok and we started talking back and forth, but she's disabled and posted a video that was like, just kidding. Like it was just a 
her singing along to a song and like doing, it was like a relax your face and, um, you know, we'll see what your psycho face looks like or something like that. Like it was just so stupid and she did it and people were just like making fun of her teeth and like just being completely awful, saying all these terrible jokes. And I commented on it and said something nice to her cause she was wearing like really cool black lipstick. And I was like, Oh my God, I wish I had the nerve to wear black lipstick I wish I could wear more often like sometimes I'm like a little too nervous and then she followed me and we started talking back and forth and she's so sweet and so smart and her perspective as a disabled girl getting cyberbullying was so much more enlightened than you would expect somebody who's the victim of that to be like she had every right to be so angry because the things people were making fun of her for were things that she had zero control over I mean that is one of the most fucked up things you can make fun of people for that was the moment that I like truly completely lost respect for Donald Trump was when he made fun of that disabled journalist. It's just inexcusable. And I don't know how you can make, you can justify something like that. So for her to be dealing with the worst kind of hate, the most hateful kind of hate and still be the bigger person, it was really inspiring. And, um, I mean her video, I think it got like a million views or something like that. Like there were a lot of comments, And that's also another thing about social media is everybody can be a celebrity. Everybody can get a million views on a video randomly. I mean, I literally had that happen a couple weeks ago and I had people trying to find out who Amy was in the comments and doing all this stuff, trying to track her down. You know, I feel like most people were, I don't want to say on my side, that feels dumb, but like most people understood why I wrote the song and didn't think I did anything wrong. But there were some people who were just like really rude about it and, you know, saying stuff like I was just mad because my ex-boyfriend didn't want me. I'm like, "Mm, okay, well, you want to read the text because mm, I think you're wrong, but it's just so weird. Like anybody can be a celebrity for five minutes on social media and you're just under so much scrutiny and God, anybody can, can feel that what Brittany felt, but on, you know, a much smaller scale, it just makes me so sad because so many girls my age, like we grew up listening to her and we loved her so much and everybody loved her. I mean, she's America's sweetheart. And then you wonder why Taylor Swift felt so much pressure to be so fucking perfect all the time. And then people ended up hating her because she was like, quote unquote, little miss perfect. Taylor Swift was terrified because she thought what was going to happen to the chicks would happen to her where if she talked about politics, she would completely, you know, be blacklisted. And then she saw what happened to Britney Spears where Britney had to talk about being a virgin, have all these like weird, like that should never be a question you're asking anybody, much less a teenage girl. How fucking weird. And then there was that whole thing with Miley Cyrus and the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez where everybody had purity rings. And I do remember seeing this really great Taylor Swift quote in her first Rolling Stone cover. And she was like, you know, they were asking her if she had a purity ring, which is just so fucking weird. She was like literally like 18 years old, 17 maybe. And she was like, yeah, I prefer not to talk about it either way because I just don't want anyone picturing me naked. And talking to a teenager about not having sex and asking them if they do or they don't is just as fucked up about like making them answer questions about being sexually active. Like it's just not your business. And oh, I mean, virginity is a human construct anyways. It doesn't, it's not even real. Don't even get me started. But I highly recommend you go watch the Britney Spears documentary. It, it'll really open your eyes to a lot of different things, not just 
her plight. And also I haven't even touched on the fact of her um, conservatorship which are, with her father, which is just insane. And that's like the point of the documentary. But I figured, you know, it, it's best for you guys to hear that story from the New York Times. This is just an opinion piece on how we've treated Britney and people on social media and in tabloids, et cetera, et cetera. But highly recommend you go check it out. It'll give you a lot of perspective on her situation, but also just a lot of perspective on how we treat people. And uh, I think that there's a lot of room for improvement there. I think that after watching that, I want to be a lot kinder, even just in the thoughts I think to myself when I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see an Instagram model and her face just annoys me, you know, like, I don't know why that happens when I'm just like, oh my God, that person's so annoying. Like, why do I think that? Why do I think I have the right to think that about somebody I don't know? So it's just kind of controlling your own thoughts and, and staying positive. I find something really wonderful to do when I'm just even kind of depressed in general is every person I come across, I try to find something to compliment them on and, and, you know, notice something about them, whether it's their eyes or their hair or their outfit or, you know, something I saw them doing for somebody else that was really kind and they didn't think anybody was looking and just looking for the best in everybody. And there are some people where you probably won't find anything. And that's okay because you can just run the other way. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Kaylee Shore. I know that I had promised you last week a very juicy episode this week. However, I had to push a couple things around. So that's going to be next week. Uh, stay tuned to my social media. I have a big announcement. I'm recording this episode on Tuesday. So I don't know if I'll be announcing it by the time this episode's out or not, but we'll see. Thank you guys so much. Big news coming soon. Um, also you might want to follow me on Spotify cause then you'll get it on your release radar in the event I was releasing a song. I don't know. Anyways, hope you guys have a good day. My name is Kaylee Short and this is too much to say. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.